0: It's time. John Gruden's our guest head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. JT the Brick, great talking to you. Hope you're well, man. It's time. Well, you know how we want to play,
1: JT. You know me probably better than anybody out there.
2: It's time for the JT the Brick Show.
1: We're going to play old school football.
2: JT the Brick on Raider Nation Radio
3: 920 AM. Can't wait to play in that stadium and get this party started. You got no idea. Here's your host, JT the Brick.
0: Out of the gate, we're in the lobby of the Virgin hotel it just opened last night we're here it's a big deal john gruden was here last night for dinner raider nation is all over this place today and it's packed great to be here for a big 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 grand opening i met my wife here at the hard rock they knocked down the hard rock inside and made it the virgin hotel and we're doing the first ever sports talk show here in the lobby Great crowd, good people here. Thanks for joining us, everybody, as we get going. Last show of the week, and it's a big one. Marcus Mariota's back. Everything's cruising with the Raiders. Rodney Hudson's gone. We moved on from Gabe Jackson. The defensive line stepped up. So, Raider Nation, you got to get into this. 702-365-9200. What's your overall opinion of what the Raiders did in the last week and a half to two weeks? It's a big question because the Raider Nation needs to answer that question. What do you think? We never wanted to say goodbye to Rodney Hudson. Gabe Jackson was a hell of a player. They went a little bit cheaper on the offensive line. They're upgrading players, and they went all defense. So for all the Raider fans who talked to me about the defense, defense for the last year at Allegiant Stadium where there was no fans— not one fan at Allegiant Stadium. Now you got a little bit of a defense. I'm not saying it's complete. I never claimed it was complete. Need a free safety. Need another edge rusher. Everything has to come together. But Raider fans, what do you think has happened in the last two weeks? Because a lot of Raider fans are wondering the offensive line, Derek Carr, what's going to happen in the running game, the passing attack, I'm giving Carr the credit. Yesterday, I hosted a Zoom with Marcus Arroyo, the head coach of UNLV, and John Gruden. Two hours with every high school coach in Nevada. Not in southern Nevada, the entire state. And they broke down their plays. They did everything. And Gruden blew me away. He put up everything of what the Raiders are about to do. And I watched it. I sat there with them, right across from him and watched them go through the entire presentation and it's pretty impressive. So you're in or you're not in, but you should be in because this is impressive. John Gruden has a plan for Henry Ruggs III, for Edwards, for a guy I think is gonna have a big breakout year. In you know, when you look at everyone who's gonna step up this year, I think Renfro is gonna have a huge year this year. So he had a great year last year, and this year he's going to get a lot more receptions. Gruden presented that yesterday. It was amazing. Steph McKenzie joins us from the former Hard Rock Virgin Hotels. Steph, thanks for joining us. How are you?
4: I am awesome. How are you, JT?
0: Big time. You'll love this place. How are you?
4: Oh, my gosh. I am loving it. And I'm so excited. Like, that's what everyone's been talking about. Non Fox McKenzie at won The Point, we've been giving away night stays all week. So it's been awesome.
0: So tell me about your show in the opening, because this is a big deal. They started with you in the morning and went right to me in the afternoon.
4: Yeah, we've been talking about how the eclectic, you know, stuff that they're keeping at the um, Virgin from the hard rock. We've heard some rumblings and some secrets that... You're not. I don't want to give it away, because you've got to go there and check it out, how it's just the place to be, and the party is going to be off the hook.
0: Steph McKenzie joins us. Tell me about the Raiders the last two weeks. You've been on edge, but now you've come back. What do you think?
4: You know, first let's start with Mariota. Um, I have to tell you, and I've been telling you this from day one, as far as a commitment from a player, And then I'm just going to make that plural and say players as far as what Raiders are concerned, what the organization is about and why I love being an Uber fan. What does that tell you about wanting to play for this organization? What happened this week? I mean, do do you agree?
0: I agree because I didn't want to pay him $10 million. How could you ever pay a backup quarterback $10 million to get him to renegotiate and have him behind Derek? I think it's
4: huge. It's huge, and I think it shows a lot, not only for the character of him, but for what our organization is all about. I mean, it's about bringing people together to make a team, and not one person is the star. And I just i love that. I I can't even tell you how much I'm over the moon about that.
0: You like the defense, the defensive line. You've been telling me, you've been texting me. You love the fact that they're building a D-line.
4: Oh, I mean, when you have your O-line already there, you need your D-line to be – even more impressive in my opinion i love the d-line and now we are just going to explode out of the gate and if you follow any of the raiders you're just talking about rugs any of them i don't care what player you want to pick if you're on their social media and you got on early man they have been working out in some crazy places doing some crazy workouts this week
0: step mckenzie joins us so tell me your history of the hard rock now it's virgin because you were a hard rock gal back in the day <laughs>
4: Well, I will say that I love that they kept a piece of the center bar over the top. That's You yep. know, I don't want to give all the secrets away. Um, I love that there's places to take pictures and tag the Virgin when you get in there. And all of the great restaurants that they have all over. I mean, it's just going to be crazy. They're, they're still getting that pool ready. You know, they got rid of rehab, and they have something even more impressive, which, if you can believe it, is going to happen when it comes to pool and spas. So I can't wait.
0: The joint's still here. They changed it up a little bit. You've been to great concerts at the joint.
4: My favorite, Def Leppard, and I cannot wait. I was. We were just talking about that this morning. on Fox. fucking. Def Leppard. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And I made it on their DVD. I'm in there. I made a little cameo appearance. I'm so excited and proud. My proud moment. But you know, we played Aerosmith this morning, and it just. I just am itching for concerts, and I cannot wait for the joint to open up with that because Aerosmith at the park was awesome and. You know know that the Virgin's is going to explode with the best of the best of concerts right out of the gate.
0: Well, you get this. Steph McKenzie joins us. When a casino opens, it gets a little bit crowded, as you know. Right. And last night it was packed, but socially distant, wink, wink, big night here in Vegas.
4: Well, and, you know, we are going to be broadcasting from there. The point will be tomorrow evening, early evening. And the guest lineup that's coming our way, I, I mean, and everyone's invited. That's the cool part about all this.
0: Tell me about Derek Carr. You love Derek Carr. What do you expect from him this year?
4: Well, I expect him to really hold that offensive line accountable, but I also feel that he's going to be a great leader for that defensive line to make sure that they all come together, and I think that we're going to see some more throwing from him. Does he run more this year? No. You know, I, I know everyone wants to see him run, but, man, the dude can throw. Why not give it to him and, and let his offensive line open up and catch?
0: I agree Why with him that. No, he's a great thrower, as you said. He's a great passer, but he's got to run a little bit more. And you've been asking him to run for a couple of years. He did this past season, but this year I think he has to run more.
4: You know, I'll give you a little bit of that I do. I think, you know, after the injury, it, it, I've said that when we started the season, it's something that's always, I think, haunted him, and I think it always will haunt him. And until he gets a little bit more running behind him, I would like maybe the second down, third down, but I like the first and the fourth for a throw.
0: Steph McKenzie joins us. You went on the tour. We talked about that the last time you were on. How focused are you now after the tour to get into that stadium?
4: Oh, I can't even tell Well, I'll tell. This is how serious I am, JT. I take a girls' trip every year, okay?
1: Well, and
4: we're we're planning the months. We go when we do it and all this. Now we've kind of decided. Well, maybe Labor Day. It's a good time. We can take a break with all the ten girls that go. And I told them we couldn't do it this year. We had to make it either in July or it wasn't going to happen because the Raider Stadium's opening. Up.
0: <laughs> so your girls' trip is around the stadium.
4: <laughs> right. right. Everything. You know how my life is. It's around Sunday games. It's listen. I love that my kids love activities, but it was a choice between Saturday flight football or Sunday. And I was like, oh, it's Saturday. Sunday is a, is the day of the Raiders. So please do not bug us. <laughs>
0: Tell us about your broadcast at Virgin.
4: Oh, tomorrow from five to seven, we're going to be broadcasting live. We have great surprise guests coming our way, and around seven o'clock, everybody that's been qualifying for those night stays is going to find out live on air who's going to be staying for two nights at the brand-new Virgin with a $200 food credit at any restaurant.
0: You're the best. Thank you.
4: I love you guys. Go Raiders.
0: Step McKenzie, wow, this should be good. Raider Man, check it back in. How are you, my friend?
2: JT, man, I'm over here trying to put some ice on the left side of my brain, but I had to disappear, bro. This semester cracked up, and I messed around and took algebra and astronomy and wow. thought that I was just going to walk into this thing and, you know, just going to walk through the flowers. Well, <laughs> my brain been sizzling for months. I came through it pretty good, though. Today starts my, uh, I think mean they call it spring break. So uh, I was I turned on your show, and I heard a couple of my brothers on there, Stone and Chris from West Oakland and whatnot. So I said had to get back in the fold. I'm not used to not supporting you.
0: I love when you call You mean a lot to me, as you know. What do you think about the Raiders going into the offseason, coming out of free agency, and going into the draft?
2: I'm really, really excited, and especially coming off of what we laid—the egg that we laid last year. Uh, I mean, that, that performance or lack of performance last year was embarrassing, and it's going to be hard to forget. But I'm not about holding grudges, and, and as a fan, I mean, especially to you know wear a moniker like Raider Man. Realistically, you got to be able to ride this thing like a tide. This game is turned into a business. And not too many people really know what it is that they're talking about. We as fans, we just know what we see, so we speak, you know. And I like, I love that about Raider Nation. Mm -hmm. But seeing that we completely revamped this, this defensive line. I mean, you know, some of the moves on the offensive line was kind of scary, especially with Gabe and Rodney and stuff like that. But you got to see the silver lining and things. And it's not to be, you know, to throw a pun in that thing. But we got to be able to still see the silver lining and what the silver and black is doing right now because we're getting better.
0: Who's your explosive guy? Who's league? the guy you're counting on this year?
2: My, You know what? I called in the morning shows lately because, you know, that's my little yep. time frame when I got a few minutes open. And I told Mike Pritch that my favorite player going in right now is Solomon Thomas. And it's Solomon Thomas for a lot of personal reasons I won't go into because I'm not privy to. I don't know him. But to watch what that man is battled through on a personal level and to know the talent that's inside, I love to see a redemption story like his. And I really love to see it in timing him with him coming next to Cleve Farrell because that kid needs a little spark up under him. And I don't, you know, I'm not down on his talent and all the rest of that kind of stuff. But I think that it helps put it in perspective how fast this 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 life of NFL moves, and it helps get that leadership out of his pocket. Because we drafted him for a reason, I get it. But I want to see it come out of his pocket. I don't I'm happy you way.
0: brought that up. He's, he's been through a lot. He needs the full support of the Raider Nation.
2: Yeah, and he deserves it. I mean, you know, just as a person, and that's just how we are as people. You know, we love on each other. But I mean, you know, uh, and I I don't like to talk about the whiners much. But this is kind of like Jim Plunkett part two for me, because you you know, people get thrown away, they get washed away, and they they get called throwing the baby out with the bathwater. But these are human beings growing through things that nobody else understands, and when people just turn their back on you and they just start doing their own thing at your expense. To never have a place to be able to redeem yourself is—that's like the, the biggest sin of our nation. And so, to see a redemption story like his, I'm just pulling for the guy, and I want to see him come through it in spades, and not just because it'll make my team win.
0: My brother, you said the whiners on the way out take a shot at him. Oh man, you know them dudes over <laughs> in Santa Clara—they
2: don't really deserve it. It's my Santa attention. Clara. It's Santa up. Clara.
0: It's Santa Clara.
2: Santa Clara. They've been pulling that hoax on the Bay Area for over, what, 50 years? And then they want to throw off on us. We want to be like them and all the rest of that crap. i like to remind the ones that's listening, we had two. you all even knew what to do. And that whiner song that y'all like to produce, or the one that y'all claim is y'all, that 49ers, that's not y'all real song. Look it up.
0: <laughs> Love you, brother. They Thanks for calling. They got a real
2: calling. theme song out there that nobody ever talked about, like that uncle that nobody, I want to admit, keep touching all the baby cousins.
0: Thank you, brother. Appreciate you calling today. Big day for us. Right on, JT. Do your thing, brother. Raider Man, as we're live at Virgin for the grand opening. 702 365 9200. When we come back, my interview with Yannick Ngakwe. I was so proud to have him on. He is the guy. If he's not the guy, a little bit of a problem. I believe, I believe he's the guy. Listen to Yannick Ngakwe next on Raider Nation Radio, live from Virgin.
4: This is the JT The Brick Show, brought to you by PTs, Sierra Gold, Sean Patricks, P.T.'s Ranch, the S.G. Bar, P.T.'s Gold, and P.T.'s Brewing Company. You know,
0: sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. For well over a year, I told you all Yannick Ngakwe was coming to the Raiders. I felt he was the perfect fit for the Silver and Black, even before Gus Bradley came here. And now he's the edge rusher for the Silver and Black. Yannick, thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Raider Nation. How are you?
5: Man, I'm doing great. I appreciate you guys having me. How are you feeling?
0: I couldn't feel better because, you know, I've been saying your name around the clock for over a year because after Khalil Mack left and the Raiders made that financial decision, the Raiders have been looking for someone exactly like you, explosive off the edge who can get low, can come around, strip sack, and do it all. And now you're here. What's the welcome been like? What's the organization been like? How happy are you?
5: And I'm super happy to be a Raider, you know, it's a perfect fit, like you said earlier. And, um, you know, just by Gus being there, it's just a familiar defense that I'm I'm really uh, familiar with. Also, uh, that's a defense that I was in for like my first two years. So it's just a perfect ideal situation. You got a lot of guys up there that want to win, Coach Gruden, uh, Mayock, everybody, they they're just all in on winning. And that's the kind of atmosphere I want to be a part of.
0: What is it about this defense and the style of Gus from your time, obviously, in Jacksonville to the Legion of Boom when he was there before Jacksonville? He became a head coach and now he's the defensive coordinator. What do you like about the system and especially the work preparation at practice all week?
5: Yeah, super simple. You know, the system is um, see, a li- uh, see a little, you see a lot. So basically, uh, Gus, he makes it where. You don't have to think a lot you can just go and play football especially as a defensive lineman in that scheme uh it's not too many responsibilities you have and you could play free and that's what makes that defense so effective
0: i remember when you were the gatorade high school football player of the year from dc you were on the map at a very early age for being an explosive player so walk me through the dc run to get to maryland what were the early years like for you? Were you really good as a Pop Warner player before you went to high school? How'd you get involved in football?
5: Um, you know, football was always a thing that um uh, it allowed me to escape, you know, from everything I w- that was going on in my life and um, you know, uh I really feel like I blossomed to a good player, you know, maybe my last year in college, I would say, um that's when I finally really I grasped like the true, true um details of football and it's not about always, you know, getting sacks and stuff like that. You know, you got to set edges and things like that. So, um, I feel like, uh, like I said, in college it all, uh, it all happened for me. But uh, at the same time, uh, football has always been a love of mine. Uh, I love it, just the competition in it. It's nothing like it, so, yep.
0: Yannick Igakwe is our guest. What do you need to improve on? What have you been doing with conditioning, your workouts, and in preparation to come to the Las Vegas Raiders?
5: Yeah, man, I've just been going back to the basics. You know, um, when I had a nice, really nice year in 2017, it was a certain uh, kind of training I was doing with uh, one of my trainers uh, back home. We got back together to um, get this train rolling, so I'm back doing that that kind of training right now and, um, you know, just trying to put myself in the best shape possible, uh, always trying to stay ready. And, um, yeah, just studying the game, studying the, the older guys, the greats that played before me. I like to do that as well. And the thing I can improve on, you know, is, all aspects of my game. Um, I feel like I can improve on um, breaking tape down even more so I can see plays even faster. And, um, yeah, man, just 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 trying to polish every single aspect of it.
0: You know, I love that. Uh, the, the big player of my youth, the greatest player I ever saw live ever was Lawrence Taylor on defense. And as a guy who was a linebacker initially, then could play the edge, could stop the run, could chase a quarterback, down from behind. When you talk about the greats that you look at, I'm sure he's one of them. Give me a couple other ones that you think you can mix and mix and match your skill set with.
5: Yeah, man, a guy like Kevin Green. You know, he's a guy mm-hmm. that um, rest in peace to Kevin Green. He's a guy that's been on multiple teams. You know, um, and everywhere he's went, he's produced, and he was a leader. And uh, just the way he approached the game, he was. They called him a hard worker for a reason. You know, that was that was his old mo around the NFL, and um, I thought that's a guy I could model my game after. Uh, It was a point in time where he was in the Carolina Panthers, if I'm not mistaken, and he was, Mm -hmm. you know, getting played out of position a little bit, and he finally got to a place where he can play his, uh, his true, you know, open side five technique, and he flourished as a player. So if I could name a player, that would be a guy that I really want to emulate.
0: Seeing the Raiders last year, they should have been a playoff team. They had a couple of big losses, almost collapses at the end of the games where they looked like they were going to win. And there was, I'll tell you, from hosting the pre- and post-game show with the team, pre-game and then after the game, after Coach Gruden spoke, it was rough because these are games that should have been won, should have been put away, and a lot of the heat went on the defense. The defensive coordinator was let go. So you come in with a little bit of pressure, Yannick, because everybody in the Raider Nation wants to see this defense deliver quickly. Do you feel that pressure since you signed?
5: No pressure at all. This is what I do. Um, This is what, you know, uh, Mayock and Gruden, they brought me here to do. They brought me here to lead, and they brought me here to play winning football. So that's nothing. It's just I embrace the opportunity, and I embrace the challenge.
0: How about how about Rod Marinelli? He's something. When his voice gets going, I'm sure it's been all pleasantries now, but the Gus Bradley connection with Rod Marinelli and Coach Gruden, tell us about that.
5: Yeah, man. Coach Rob, man, uh, it speaks for itself for him. Man. He just loves football 100%. That's the first thing uh, we talked about is my talent matching uh, production. And he's like, you know what, Unique? We haven't even reached the level of where you can get to and where you can bring this team to help us win. And I'm just trying to accept that challenge and trying to find things that I can do to polish my game even more to help this team win football games.
0: Yannick Nkakwe as we wrap it up. So you talk about leadership. It's a big part of the history of the Raiders, from Al Davis to the legends who have played. I mentioned Ted Hendricks, Jim Otto, uh, George Atkinson, the legends that have played Phil Villapiano on defense, Howie Long and they played in the greatest games, the biggest games, and now, unique, no one's played. No fans have seen the Raiders play in that stadium. Does it feel like a really fresh new start for you, along with this fan base, to get to know each other?
5: Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to win uh, a lot of uh, games for Raider uh, football, and at the same time, it's just uh, it's crazy. Like you said, Like we really haven't broken the stadium yet. We really haven't yeah. had a true capacity to see this football team flourish, and it's a perfect storm for sure.
0: Hey, one more from the years in Jacksonville, the Minnesota and the Ravens, for those who said the path has been a little bit bumpy playing for a couple of teams recently, what don't we know about that? Cause you got an agent teams as GMs owners and all that. No one cares about that in Vegas. They want you to be great here, but what about the last couple of years and why you moved around? What's the backstory?
5: Uh, you know, I just wanted to, you know, I needed a fresh start out of Jacksonville. So Uh, I got traded to Minnesota, had a fresh start in Minnesota, had a great time with uh, Coach uh, Patterson, Andre. He was my defensive line coach. And uh, we got a call as far as, um, you know, an opportunity for me to be able to go back home and be closer to my mom. And I thought it would be a a smart thing to do as far as the fit. And that's the true uh, details behind the story. So I decided to leave Minnesota. I didn't get traded. I could have stayed in Minnesota if I wanted to for the rest of the season. And, um, Unfortunately, when I went to the Ravens, it wasn't really a good fit as far as how my skill set was being utilized. But God does everything for a reason. So I'm just super excited to be a Raider now.
0: Uh, Personally, with your family and your friends, last one, what does everybody think of Vegas? How happy are you to be in this community? There's a lot of upside here from real estate to entertainment, but I know you're focused on football.
5: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's a great, great, great place. Uh, I'm a I'm a big UFC fan so you know, it's pretty okay. cool to be able to play football in the hub of that but on a uh on a bigger note, I'm just ready to give back to the community. As soon as, as soon as we get things rolling, I can't wait to uh venture off and branch into any opportunities to help people that need help, uh coming from similar places as me. And that's one of my major goals is to help the community. That's big on that's big for me. Especially as okay. I'm getting older and I'm realizing how important it is uh just to give back because you know it wasn't done for me so somebody has to do it
0: whatever i can do to help you launch that and volunteer my time i would love to do it because i'm the guy that said you were coming to the silver and black so you're making (laughs) me look good yannick thanks a lot for doing this i look forward to meeting you thanks for coming on
5: thank you so much dc we'll talk
0: yannick ingakwe i'm happy we could play that again for two reasons amazing conversation The guy is legit. Number two, he's got to burst. He's got to be the guy. Not Mad Max, not Cleland. He's the guy now. If he can play at that level where he's played at before and be an explosive edge rusher, the Raiders got their guy. They got the guy. I'm not talking Khalil Mack, everything we're doing. He's the guy. So he's got to be big. He can't be good. He has to be great. I'm putting my name on the line. I said before he got here, he was coming. He's here now, Yannick Ngakwe, will be the force off the edge of the Raider Nation. When we come back, Gary Lawless joins us. Wow, the the international hockey sensation. Gary Lawless on the Knights, coming off that bad loss, what they need to do to bounce back. When we continue on Raider Nation Radio, live from the brand new opening, of the Virgin Hotel. We're right in the lobby. It's packed. Everything's amazing. Please come here and see what they did. The old hard rock is now the Virgin Hotels and it's beautiful.
4: Welcome back to the JT The Brick Show. Brought to you by Grimaldi's, with five locations in the valley, 100 years of coal-fired brick oven pizza.
0: JT, back with you at the grand opening of the Virgin Hotels. We're in the lobby, watching people walk in where they just don't walk in because they just do it on their app and go right to their room. Incredible night last night. Incredible day today. Johnny Katz joins us. Good to see you, my friend. Big night last night. How are you? I'm doing all right. Oops. There you go. Got me.
3: Hey. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: what did you think of last night? Well, I'm still trying to process
3: all of it. It was good to see everybody. You yourself especially, and your wife. It was great. It was great to see a lot of my friends I hadn't seen in quite some time. It was the first time we'd had a, actually, obviously, this type of event. It's a big moment for the city to, to throw the doors open to this place. It was a big moment in our history because uh, you know it's replacing the Hard Rock Hotel, which was iconic. By anybody's definition, and uh, you know we're uh, uh, we're moving forward. We're getting uh, we're crawling out of this thing.
0: What did you think of the timing of the opening last night? I don't know. I, I you know, think they hit it kind of right. Yeah. Before
3: it, Resorts World and
0: this, I thought it was good. It'll be interesting
3: to see you mentioned a Resorts World because now I'm I'm wondering how that t- the timing of Resorts World if it's going to be the graduated version of, of what we saw here last night. I don't think you know. Um, I think the officials here had to do it now. You know. Yeah. I, don't, I think they didn't pick the time. Put the the time picked them. Um, but I think when you consider all the challenges, it came out very very well. You know, I was very impressed with
0: that. Johnny Katz is with me. Let's go to Gary Lawless from the Golden Knights broadcast team. Good to have you, my friend. We're at the world opening of the Virgin Hotel. How are you? Oh, you know, JT, you are a big deal.
1: <laughs> but you are sitting with the biggest deal of all, Johnny Katz. <laughs> like, if
0: you had told me I was coming out with Johnny Katz, I would have got like, so we're going to do a round the horn with you. I want to start with the game, what happened. This is the best team in hockey. I've said that from day one. I've said it this whole year. What happened, and how did they bounce back? You can prove it. Last
1: night.
0: Did we lose Gary? I think we lost him. Bobby will get him. You there, Gary? Gary's go- He's gonna be back in a second. He's a good guy. He is. Yeah, I, <laughs> I
3: love Gary. Yeah, he did what the Golden Knights did last night. He had a good start, and then what happened?
0: <laughs> they got beat badly <laughs> last night.
3: It was a by yeah. a
0: team that could beat him and knock him out of the playoffs. I
3: know enough about this to know that the they they the Golden Knights struggle against Colorado. That, that's. They're good.
0: I wasn't yeah, paying really mm-hmm. close attention last night because we were hanging mm-hmm. out together. Yeah, but me neither, yeah. They got blown out early, but as you know, they're the vibe of this entire city. Gary Lawless is back. So the bounce back, how do you see it after last night? Uh, they have
1: to play the right way. They have to be simple. You can't climb that mountain
0: all at once. you
1: got to climb it inch by inch. And to me, it's really simple. Colorado just want to play in their own zone. Dump the puck in and go and use your size and grind them into dust. If you're going to let them skate all night, you're going to lose.
0: How tough are they as an opponent deep into the postseason? What do you expect to see from Colorado? They're big-time tough. They've got, yeah.
1: you know, Nathan McKinnon. He's as good as anybody in the NHL. He. There are very few players. Mark Stone is one of them. Nathan McKinnon is one of them that can change the game all by himself. Nathan
0: McKinnon can
1: – it's not like – to keep the ball all night.
0: And I'm going to shoot. Them. Gary Lawless joins us. So the difference with the goaltenders, the depth of the snipers, the defense, what do the Golden the Knights have that could end up beating Colorado in the postseason? Well, they've got a great
1: goaltender. And When Alex Petrangelo gets back, they'll uh, have an elite blue. I mean, they've got Mark Stone. They've got the, the next pass right. They're They're, they're, up. they're just the going
0: right so tell me about Stone historically and what he's doing this year, not in the history of the Golden Knights, but in hockey in general, as a captain, a new captain, as a goal scorer, as a guy who will dive in front of a puck. What's the difference with him? And Kelly McCrubbin
1: said this. He said some players that he weighs on them and changes them, he said Mark Stone being captain will actually make him a better player.
0: And it's true. This is the best hockey board. So he's that good. So he's different compared to all the offensive players you've covered your whole career because of his size, strength, his leadership. What's the difference? Well, I don't wanna
1: say he's different than anybody else, like or better than anybody else, but he's elite and it's he does he has the best hand eye and he's the smartest player in the NHL. Not the smartest forward, not the smartest defenseman or smartest goalie. He's the smartest he's, he's different than anybody else. That is where he is very, very
0: elite. Gary Lawless joins us. So with the guys up front and the defensemen and what has to happen over the next two weeks, you're unbelievable at this. What do you see with the schedule coming up and where the team needs to be? they got to grind it out, and they need to rotate different people. I uh, think
1: Gage Quinney, who's playing, having a great season at Henness, they've got to bring him up playing for a game. They can't, They have to stay fresh mentally more than anything else. But you got to keep winning. The division is so close. So it's like it's big picture and you need to rest so that you're ready for the playoffs. Little picture, you got to
0: win every night. I'll leave you on this. Me and Johnny Katz were at the one steakhouse last night. Pretty impressive, dude. You, we did the tomahawk. I've oh, done, it was dear. the five tomahawk, not the two yeah, tomahawk. the I saw the photos of this thing. It was insanity. Have you done that tomahawk like <sighs> I this? I haven't, You've man. never seen anything like this. I haven't like
3: done this. the tomahawk. It, the photos. Of, Gary, you got to get down here, dude. It's really you nice. You guys just
0: invite me on the show to tell me how much fun you had. Gary,
3: this restaurant that you didn't attend last night was so good. Um, <laughs> you got to get here. Um, but, yeah, the tomahawk. I didn't like
0: understand it. that the tomahawk, I thought the tomahawk was two or three when it went out to five. It's five and deep. And they sliced it five deep, Gary. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I'm dead serious. Gary, are you a fan of the Flintstones at all? Because it's like <laughs> that up. delivery that the right,
3: Flintstones you're... had in the, in the cartoon. Yeah.
0: Talking about your knife without me. It was,
3: is rude. A, it was like bigger than the Brontosaurus side dish in uh, Flintstones.
0: Thank you, my brother. We need you here at The Virgin. Thank you for coming on with us. Get here, Gary. <laughs> Gary Lawless. So, last night, my wife, we joined a dinner party with 30 people. So, we jumped okay. in. We jumped in on the back end. Friends invited us. Okay. They had seats for us, and we sat down. And the chef at one brought out that tomahawk, which uh-huh. I tweeted out. Yeah, I and saw And you it. saw the photos. Uh-huh. So, the point was, it was, I think it was a five-bone tomahawk. The chef came out and sliced it. I've never seen anything like that. It, My it, whole life in New York, New York Steakhouse, any L.A., nothing like it.
3: It's uh, Patrick Musters, the chef yeah. over there, uh, and does a great job. And, and Michael Morton, uh, the restaurateur that we've known for for a very long time here in Las Vegas. I had not seen anything quite like that. Yeah. And I didn't see it, see it. I saw it in photos. I'm like, wow, that's a very, it, you know, it. it, it uh, pity the vegans. That's what I say. Pity the vegans in that restaurant. So, what do you like
0: about the new property?
3: You know, I like um, I like a lot of the um, the variety of it. First of all, yeah. it has a lot of different amenities. It, you, it can appeal to anybody, whether you live in Las Vegas, local, if you're visiting here, if you want to have a good uh, good steakhouse hang. We've been talking about. I'm, I'm looking looking forward to the um, uh, the the Italian place that they're going to be opening here. They, I'm, tonight I'm going to go to the Hacasan owned uh, uh, Mexican place. Um, so there's a lot of variety. I'm looking forward to the theater, which used to be the joint, the pool deck that used to be rehab, be activated, because I think those are going to be very, very important places. And also Oxford 24, the, uh, what was once vinyl. Let's see how they're going to program that because their entertainment program here is going to be very important.
0: Johnny Katz shows us this place is so big and so new and so unique. But I go back to the theater. The theater has mm-hmm. to be big. What are you hearing? Um, in my most recent conversation
3: with um, Bobby Reynolds that we had, uh, in fact, I talked to Bobby last night here of AEG, who books the room, AEG Live, the, the national, uh, international concert promoter, is booking the room. It's one of the many partnerships they have here. Um, they're deciding whether and how to, to, to kick off concerts here because they might be uh, going 50%. They, that's on the table. And when you think about this, the headliners that they've had in here, 50% was never really an option. But now they're, they're looking at that. Um, but I expect that, you know, AEG Live has um, has brought in some superstars over the years, and I expect them to go back uh, after some very big names in the, in that facility over time. We'll see how it starts. We'll know how things are. But they're investing $7 million in the old joint to brush up Seven the million. $7 million to a place that didn't need that much work, really. Yeah, it it absolutely. had a lot of cosmetic damage, you know. It's, uh, you know, Twelve years of, of rock concerts tends to blemish the furniture, you know um and the flooring and everything else but they're they're going to spruce up the vip areas and it's still i think it's got great bones it's going to be versatile you're going to have i think you're going to have some top flight comedy headliners in this place like they have done in the past um but yeah i i uh i think uh, you know where I, I had the most fun i had a great time at one and i had a good time in the shag room you got to find the shag room folks because it was very uh, you got to find it but it's a very cool
0: hang johnny katz shows us live from the grand opening of virgin you talk to Mark Davis and Mr. Foley mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. How do you Mark. get from how do you get from 30 to 40% to 100%? I don't get this. I've been trying to talk about it with NASCAR. My theory is NASCAR will open Talladega, Vegas, whatever. They'll go from 10 to 30 to mm-hmm. 80,000 because they can hold 150,000. What's happening in Vegas? Why well, can't we
3: move the number? I, I think that the, the national numbers are starting to indicate what direction we're going. Look at uh, If you look at Allegiant Stadium, for example, the Raiders' home facility, Garth Brooks is supposed to play to 65,000 fans in July. Now the question is, is Garth Brooks going to want to play to 65,000 in July uh, or to play Allegiant with less than 65,000? What if he can only go 20,000? Is that going to be something that Garth Brooks is going to agree to do? You know how he is with his fans. He doesn't. He's not he's about paying. to come into Las Vegas and, and make angry 45,000 ticket holders. So I think in Las Vegas, if you look at our our venues, it's almost going to be, especially for entertainment and the Raiders, in my view, all or nothing. I think you go full or none. Um, and and Mark Davis has been pretty consistent about that thought.
0: Johnny Katz shows us that you are you telling me that you think that Garth Brooks will be the tipping point?
3: I think but that's, a yeah, I yeah, absolutely do amazing. because it's the first massive stadium concert on our schedule right now. And he's been, is you know, he's been moved back, you know, twice, twice yeah, most recently in February. And um, I, I do because that, he's, he is somebody who tends to make his own rules about his ticketing and his, his facility. Uh, he's the first one out. It's a, it's a new venue for entertainment at that time and we'll see we'll know a lot by july and i think we'll even know a lot more about public gatherings in may you know when, when, when things start to really open up after um the governor's uh, emergency directive is lifted and we go to more uh, localized enforcement of uh, pandemic protocols places like virgin will be um the, the enforcement will be the gaming control board and clark county and those officials who are a lot more nuanced in their in their uh, directives than johnny the katz
0: joins us grand opening of virgin Tell us about Boz.
3: Well, I talked to Boz last night, and Boz had told me, this is my, my column I'm working on right now, he hasn't worked a room in a while. <laughs>
0: so, yeah.
3: And this is a big room. Uh, Boz is, is managing and his team, I think he's got about 10 people, at uh, JC Hospitality, who's overseeing uh, a lot of other partners in this hotel. There's a, There are, I said it before, there are a lot of partnerships here at Virgin Hotels. Boz is in charge of making sure they all work in, according to in symmetry so the customer doesn't really notice that they're under so if I you walk it. yeah if you walk in here and you ask somebody at the front desk the curio registration desk how to find the bet fred sports book they don't look like you cross-eyed they need to know that they do even though they don't work for the same company that's really important for customer service super important for locals to come in and not notice that oh wait you know don't tell me that oh wait this other company owns this this thing here that you're in and we don't know the answers over across the room they need to, and Boz is the point man for that. He's great at customer service, so I'm sure he's up for the task. But that's the challenge here.
0: Johnny Katz shows us from the Las Vegas Review Journal. How big is Mohegan Sun here? Well, it's I a, think that's a big deal.
3: It's a big thing in the industry. We don't know them in Las yeah. Vegas, but they are big. They're they're an, uh, an expert casino operator and other uh, and other. Uh, Destinations. Joe Hassan is a guy that a lot of Las Vegans don't know, but he he runs Mohegan Sun's casino here in Las Vegas. He's got a, he's like a 40 year veteran of station casinos, included of Las Vegas, the Las Vegas market. He's really the overlord of the casino here, and you, they, people don't know, maybe don't know that name as readily as you know some of the big time operators here. But he's he's in play now in Mohegan Sun. You'll see the brand enforcement around here, you know. That It's going to be very important, and, and they know what they're doing. I think the only quibble I have with it is that they don't have their sportsbook ready to, for March Madness, but, you know, they haven't been licensed yet to do it.
0: What did the hard rock mean to you and now this changeover?
3: You know, I walk around here, and I, I'm struck by how much a, a part of our past it's become. Yeah. You know, it's no longer current. <laughs> the, the Hard Rock brand had gone through several iterations, you know, and, and the, the hotel itself had gone through uh, many changes and trying to keep pace with the with the um, advancing trends in, in Las Vegas uh, resort hospitality, and that the brand was sort of stuck itself in a particular time. And now that we're out of it I'm, I'm walking around here it's a whole different visual vibe it's a whole different aesthetic vibe that black completely and purple, different black and purple is gone that bruised look yeah. and um you know i'm just i'm struck by how how much of a part of it, uh, our past is the hard rock it's in our history it's going to be up there with like the sands and the dunes and you know they all had their period of time here those types of places, and I think Hard Rock is going to be in that in that category. We'll see what the what Hard Rock International does, and they want to come back to Las Vegas with with a Hard Rock on the Strip somewhere. But that right. that the Hard Rock here, history.
0: Wrapping it up with Johnny Cash. What else is exciting? What's coming? You know, um, I I will say the next
3: thing I'm interested in really uh, is Cassie Beach Club. That's the Italian place I mentioned earlier. Todd English's Olive's yeah. Restaurant and the Day Club. Because we spend a lot of time at, at rehab, especially during Gronk's <laughs> birthday parties over the years, <laughs> and I'm interested to see what they do out there in terms of live entertainment, festivals, events. There's a lot of space out there, a lot of potential. I could see myself out there. We we're out there for a piece of it last night. That's going to be something right on the corner here and uh, of Harmon and, and Paradise. Those are the things I'm looking forward to. Do you feel like Vegas is opening up? Yeah, I think th- I think that culture is going to just force us to in that yeah. direction. You know, we have to make sure that we are not only are safe but look safe when we do these because i was just you know i was watching jimmy kimmel last night and you know he had a shot of the of fremont street in front of golden yeah. nugget you know and a lot of people were in mass but you look at it like oh boy this is going on across the country and that's our city that's really our city down there on fremont street so we have to you know it is opening up and people are going to want to come to las vegas no there there's no doubt about it we're seeing it already people are dying to get back here and we want to make sure that they do it safe and we look like we know what we're doing and we're responsible that's really important right so now So you're
0: tied into everyone in town if vegas opens up it comes from the airport yeah. to the casinos
3: the airport's big for you airport yeah we've been saying it the whole way people need yeah. to be people need to be a comfortable flying folks yeah for us to get convention business back convention business has to return close to full scale for us to really be back this you know we have the driving crowd and, and openings and things you know that our resorts are opening up you know we're gonna have resorts world later but until people are gonna be able to fly overseas from the UK from mainland China right. we're, we're going to you know we have to have that happen and that is key the key to that is air travel and airport and airplane safety
0: thank you my friend I will good see you later, see JT. Him. Always
3: a pleasure. I'm here brother. all weekend, Me three too. nights,
0: so I'm here for three nights. It's Thanks a JT to, and
3: Cat show. Thanks to know. our entire
0: team <laughs> who put this together. This was a really big deal for my career to be here at the grand opening of the Virgin Hotels. To see this on a Friday in this town finally opening up again, and to see the energy here, Bobby. Great job. Thanks to the entire team here who put this together. Thanks to everybody, everybody behind the scenes at Virgin. We'll be back on Monday. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day, you
2: guys.